Hare Krishna. This is a reading of Hamsa Dutta, written by Rupa Goswami. Listeners interested in other audiobooks by previous acharyas are invited to visit our website, sadhusanga.com. Let my heart become the abode of that eternally delightful Lord Sri Krishna, who is attired in garments more lustrously yellow than ointment, the bottom of whose feet are compared to crimson java flowers, and whose lotus face perpetually radiates extraordinary beauty by a graceful smile. Since the day Hari left King Nanda's house and started for Mathura with Gandini's son, Akrura, Srimati Radharani was thrown into a fathomless river of remembrance, which filled with waters of suffering and is distinguished by whirlpools of dizziness. One day, Srimati Radharani went to the banks of the Jamuna with her dearest friends, desirous of extinguishing the fire of separation in which she was burning. However, seeing a cottage that was the site of her many meetings with Krishna, she became intensely absorbed in those memories. At that time, her friend Shushupti, deep sleep, came and rendered her unconscious to protect her from the agony of remembrance. Radharani's sakis lay her motionless body on a bed of soft lotus stems and, surrounding her, began to fan her with lotus leaves. Due to their intense love for her, they began fearing that some great adversity was imminent and began crying with such intensity that the waves of the Jamuna began breaking higher and higher with their tears. Lalita then held the quiet Radha against her breast and sprinkled her with Yamuna's water from the lotus leaf with which she was fanning. Radha's throat quivered with the faintest signs of breathing, at which sight the Sakis, relieved, rejoiced loudly. Lalita then put Srimati down on a lotus bed and rose to bring water for her from the river. As she stepped forward, she saw a beautiful white swan moving gracefully toward her while making a sweet sound. Lalita became a little encouraged at the sight of the charming bird and welcomed it respectfully. Stepping lightly toward it, out of curiosity she became eagerly hopeful and began to believe that this bird was a suitably qualified messenger to convey the depressed state of their minds to Krishna in Mathura. Thinking of Krishna's cruel departure to Mathura and abandonment of Radha and the other cowherd girls, Lalita felt intolerant. In this mood of loving enviousness, she began to explain her heartfelt wishes to the swan. One should not think that there is any fault in her appealing to a dumb animal like this, for the nature of Krishna Prema is that it makes the soul innocent, and thus, seeing Krishna everywhere, the devotee has faith in everyone in the entire universe. Lalita then addressed the swan. 